This is Miranda Miller. And this is Tom Craver from SEW Weekly. WebmasterRadio.fm has a new way for you to listen, connect, and learn with your smartphone. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available on the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEW Weekly live every Thursday or download thousands of past episodes and download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Searchcast, and more. You can download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app right now. It's available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. From the newsroom of SearchEngineWatch.com, the authority on search engine marketing and social media since 1996. Welcome to SEW Weekly. Each week, our hosts keep a virtual eye on the stories and people that are impacting search and social marketing, breaking down each headline with expert analysis. Plus, we'll bring you expert interviews exploring the latest search and social marketing tips and tools. Listen, connect, learn. SCW Weekly, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. And good afternoon and happy new year. This is the January 3rd, 2013 edition of SEW Weekly. I'm your host for today, Tom Craver. Miranda is uh, on an extended holiday for this week, but that's okay. Joining me later on uh, after we do some news here, Chris Jones. Um, and we're going to talk about getting over that holiday conversion slump, which is kind of important if you run a site and you want to get things going. So that's on the agenda for today. But first, a lot of things going on. First and foremost, Happy 30th anniversary to the geeky TCP IP. It made the internet as we know it today possible. It was uh, uh, basically adopted by ARPANET, which was the first iteration of the internet the government ran. Um, it, was, it was created in 83, and it was uh, adopted officially in 1984. And so uh, 30 years now in, and uh, we are very thankful because it's what made everything possible from FTP. And when the web got going in the early 90s, HTTP and email, and it basically made the common language that all of these different protocols could use to talk to each other. So if you are thankful for your email and for your instant messages and for you know anything you do on the web, then you can thank Vince Cerf and a bunch of others who created TCP IP. Uh, 30 years ago this year, so happy anniversary to TCPIP. Um, interesting little thing, as we, uh, we're all kind of busy for the holidays, so were app developers. In fact, they were not just happy, they were not just busy, they were happy. Um, on SearchEngineWatch.com this week, uh, all the news that's fit to print, there was a record-breaking 1.7 billion, with a B, apps downloaded over the holiday season. Turns out, that Christmas Day is the biggest, or was the biggest, uh, device activation day. And, uh, of course, the last week of the year, since we hit Christmas to the end of the year, that week was the largest week of the year for apps. It was like app heaven, with uh, nearly 2 billion downloads. So if you got a new device and you activated it on Christmas morning when you got it for Christmas, um, you are a statistic. And if you got a gift card for all these different Play Stores and App Stores that are out there, and you downloaded some apps and, and you, the week of Christmas, you also became one of many statistics. So congratulations to everybody, the 1.76 billion apps that were downloaded over Christmas week of the last week of the year. Now, big news out of... Um, Google that kind of went unnoticed because they kind of slid it in just before Christmas. We were on holiday here at searchenginewatch.com, or at least on SCW Weekly, we were, we were kind of on holiday. Um, and so DoubleClick announced that they can now 
help advertisers track offline conversions. And this this is going to be huge. And, and I'm, I'm sure the privacy advocates are going to be screaming on this. And I'm sure that all the people who aren't advertisers are going to scream on this one, too. But basically, the deal is there's a new API that DoubleClick has provided. And that's just a programming interface that allows point-of-sale systems to send transaction data back up to the DoubleClick servers. And if they were they're tracked back to some kind of campaign, then you're going to have all that offline conversion data back in your analytics. So whether that's double click or whatever, um, they kind of hit, hit this announcement. It was, you know, it was this great thing and it's really cool, but they're only giving it to certain select customers for right now. You know, they haven't used the word beta, which is interesting, but it's still only available to certain select people. Um, there's basically three features. To, to the API. There's not many system calls for it. It encrypts the information and the rules of using the API say that the retailers cannot send private information across the lines. So we'll remain, that, that remains to be seen how they're going to enforce that or how that's going to actually take effect. But, but now really, let the debate begin because now here's more tracking data that's exclusive to advertisers and the non-advertisers again are going to get the shaft now it's not like there's not not provided it's not as big as that the advertisers are just getting something extra for offline tracking so um now privacy advocates jumped all over this rt.com said some things and business insider had some things to say about it and it turns out google had almost misrepresented the information when they first said it and now they're talking about well no this is just offline data we can track with everything else before they made it sound like they were going to track you offline have that information and be able to sell you more ads i'm sorry no matter what either way if you buy something offline and they can track it back to an ad campaign that you click you're going to see more ads for whatever it was that you just bought if you want to weigh in on this we're gonna let the debate begin um in the comments on search engine watch i actually wrote the article it should be up there before this show is out so uh look for it on the website soon um I said privacy advocates are going to start getting up in arms, and on that line of privacy, it's a great little segue. As soon as we came on the air five minutes ago, the FTC started their announcement. I'll be watching this very closely, and if we can give you anything before the show is out, we certainly will. But the FTC was expected to make an announcement today starting at 1 o'clock about their antitrust suit against Google. Now, they've been kind of probing them for a year and a half now, almost 20 months and uh, they were expected today to make some kind of announcement for it at 1 o'clock. Now, the rumors, according to Bloomberg, and, and this is just speculation from their article, is that Google has voluntarily agreed to change some of their business practices and how they use information on other websites and how they promote their own products. They're going to change their ways, so they say, in exchange for the FTC dropping the suit. Um, Google changes what they do every few months anyway. We've seen that with various tests. Um, is this a cop-out? Is this actual real stuff? Um, we'll, we'll have more on this as it develops and what the FTC actually says. But if, in fact, the Bloomberg story is right and FTC is actually dropping the charges and the, and the, the, the probe, then that means some very interesting things. And we're going to tie that into the fact that Google is now your identity provider. And if you follow... Christine Schlossinger, she's got a whole bunch of stuff on, and my article that'll be up there this afternoon will link to it, about Google being your identity provider online and all the private information they have about you there. We're going to actually have her on the show next week to talk about Google and antitrust and privacy and the whole NSTIC 
arrangement with Google being the online provider. But that's next week. This week, we are going to have Chris Jones. We're going to step aside just for a moment here. When we come back, we're going to talk how to beat the holiday sales slump that happens right after the Christmas and, and ho- December holiday season, how you can get your conversions back up to where they are a little faster. Um, Chris Jones is up next with me. This is SEW Weekly for January 3rd, 2013. We'll be right back on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SCW Weekly after this quick timeout. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Aim clear. Brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Welcome back to SEW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to SEW Weekly on WebmasterRadio.fm. Tom Craver here uh, this week for the first year of 2013. If you're listening to us on the podcast, Happy New Year. Um, And Happy New Year to my next guest, too. This is, I mean, he's got so many titles, I don't even know where to start. Chris Jones was the founder of Pepper Jam. He's an investor. He's an author of uh, the Search Engine Optimization Visual Blueprint book. I've got it on my desk, actually. It's a fabulous, fabulous book. Um, Author, speaker, world traveler, and uh, proud to say a friend of mine, Chris Jones. Welcome to the show. Happy New Year, sir. Thank you, Tom. Happy New Year to you and uh, all the listeners. All righty. So, Chris... um, you know, everybody Everybody has this, this whole conversion idea, and we look at our numbers, we look at our website, and at the end of the year, we hope we've met our goals, but then the big big depression always follows right afterwards. Everybody ramps up for, you know, spending on the holiday season, and, and the, you know, you get all these great sales coming in, but um, until things level out, and you get a lot of returns, even retailers, brick and mortars get a lot of returns in their in their storefronts and whatnot, what, what can we do? That's what I want to talk about today, is how can marketers 
attract more people to their website? How can we get some conversions up during that slump that we have going on? Is, is there any, let's just start with it. Is there any real magic bullet, one thing that you can say, boom, let's do this, and that's just going to magically work for us? So, you know, January uh, of every year is, 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 the, is the time of the season when we're thankful for what happens in the fourth quarter and around the holidays, and we keep our fingers crossed through that period of time and, and hope that we have a, uh, a really strong fourth quarter, especially for our, our retailers out there. But um, if, so if there's actually a silver bullet, I've been searching for it for more than the last decade. So, um, and I haven't found it yet, but, but I find that the tail end of December, like post-holiday rush into January is a perfect time to um, strategize, right, and to, and to think out across the, you know, the new calendar year um, on how to best maximize your, you know, your advertising dollars and your marketing budget. So while I don't have a silver bullet, what I do like to do is I like to try to strategize about how I could spend the least amount of money and get, and get, and get the greatest return. And, and, of course, how do you do that? Um, in a nutshell, I would say there are so many tools available right now that are that are free or inexpensive. Most of them that I've been studying and learning more about and leveraging are, are social tools. Um, you know, everything from making sure that you have a um, uh, you know a, you know local listings on sites like Google Plus Local, um, making sure that your Facebook page um, that you have one number one and that number two. Um, it's just like anything. It's, it's not good enough just to have one. You've got to use it. You've got to be engaging it. And the final thing I would say, because I'm sure you have some follow-up, is um, you know there are some other emerging technologies out there that you know your listeners are familiar with, like Pinterest. But there's a difference between knowing Pinterest exists and reading articles about how quickly it's growing and leveraging it to help grow your business. You know, Pinterest is free. You know, what is your Pinterest strategy? Google Plus, local, it's free. Are you leveraging that? Facebook, are you active on it? Most of you, most of the listeners who own a business likely have a Facebook business profile page. But are they using it? You know, are they, are they growing their following? Are they leveraging the page to really, truly deliver customer service and, and connect with, um, with you know, potential customers or their existing customers? All of those things are what I'm focused on right now and some of the businesses I've invested in and, you know, some of the other things that I do. So, so your, your advice here for the first set of this is to have a New Year's resolution and be more active on social and be more engaging with your content. Start there. Start with a plan. All right. So let me ask you this. You said be engaging. I, I like that because um, okay. you're right. Not many people really are nowadays. So is there something we can take advantage of? You, you've got New Year's. You know, obviously, you're going to see tons now. We're all, we're all going to see tons of commercials and advertisements for weight loss, which is probably one of the most common New Year's resolutions. Um, is that a smart suggestion targeting the New Year's people? Maybe even is it too early to start targeting Valentine's Day people to try to get, you know, some content going on and being engaging with that? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've always been, you know, a fan of seasonal marketing. Uh, you know, and, and the key is not to launch your, your Valentine's Day campaign on the 13th. It's to start thinking about it in mid-January and, and have something in place. But, so, yeah, I'm pro-seasonal marketing, but you've got to get ahead of it. The other thing I would say 
because you, you highlighted engaging, something I'm thinking a lot about as I'm writing the third edition of SEO Visual Blueprint is what does engagement mean and what does – I'm an SEO, right, and I wrote a book on search engine optimization. What are the types of things we should be thinking about when we're looking at social for how we can influence our, uh, our search engine results? And engagement's one of those things, right? Google and other search engines are looking for signals. They're looking for signals that tell them that you have authority. It's like social's the new sort of link building. So what I would suggest is that when you're looking at engagement, um, develop a strategy for how you could start engaging with influencers, right? So um, whatever your niche is, whatever your respective business or profession is, there are people within that industry or within that space um, or that have an interest in that space that are using social to engage with their followers and their audience. So I would suggest that, you know, sort of a low-hanging fruit is to begin those relationships now by engaging with their content, um, offering a comment on, on an influencer's um, post, something that they share on Facebook or on Twitter or, on, for that matter, on, on Pinterest, um, and beginning that relationship. Hopefully, they'll follow you back or follow your page. Um, and all of, those, all of those things, I believe, are going into these social signals that, that are being sent to Google and others um, to rank your website. But, um, but to be clear, I think that, you know, when we look at social and when we look at how, how do we leverage seasonal marketing, you know, you've got to start by pushing messages out and getting people to talk about um, whatever your messages are. So if it's a seasonal message, great. Hold a contest on your Facebook page or on your Google Plus local page. Um, you don't have to necessarily give anything, you know, uh, uh, giving something away is great. That always incentivizes people. But you don't have to spend a lot of money on it. Uh, it could be something more creative. Um, one, one example would be one of the startups that I'm involved with is a company called referlocal.com. And what our social team has done is they'll have, like, photo tagging contests, right? They'll put up a photo that has a message in the photo, and they'll say, all you have to do is tag yourself in this photo, right? And we'll randomly select someone to win whatever, a $25, you know, gift certificate. So you can get a lot of traction, you know, spending a little money by using techniques like that. Fabulous. That's a great idea. Great idea. So now let's let's shift this a little bit toward B two B because we talked a lot about you know essentially consumer based businesses, but you know obviously still conversation still applies here. Is there anything you do differently on social media, you know, or or with these these signals or with conversations you're trying to have to to hit that B two B audience if you're if you're looking for leads, you know, business to business is is a bigger challenge than you know business to, to consumer uh, for so many reasons. It's a smaller audience. So you're looking at niche opportunities to engage with prospective buyers. So the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, using something like Twitter search uh, as an example uh, to kind of reverse engineer and find your buyers that way. So you go to Twitter search. I think it's search.twitter.com. You type in a keyword related to your business-to-business -business, uh, company. Um, and you start to engage uh, and follow people 
uh, who are talking about your space. Sometimes you could use that sort of reverse engineering approach to, you know, immediately get a sale. But that's not the idea. You know, the idea would be to go connect with these people, try to offer value um, as it relates to your, your business-to-business company. So, um, you know, there's not as many... Uh, you can't... You can't it would be too expensive, I guess, to cast as wide of a net um, as, you know, you can in, in, in sort of more of a business-to-consumer business and, and succeed. So it's really about niche marketing, partnering with websites who offer some value or some content around, you know, your business, um, you know, forging strategic partnerships online with communities that have, you know, active members that are interested that type of thing. Perfect. All right. So to wrap this up here, because we need to take a break here right now, but um, have have a plan. Definitely have a plan. Um, get ahead of any seasons that are coming up right now, like Valentine's Day or, or whatnot, and, and get your message out there and use social media, whether it's searching for something that's related to your industry and your, your vertical, or that's just starting a conversation with other industry leaders. Do all this. Is that, is that the, the takeaway here? That, that is, is it. You know, there's there's so much more, but uh, that you could do. But that's some that's some low hanging fruit to kind of get everybody started for the new year. Best bang for the buck. We like that. Okay, we're gonna step aside just real quick here on SEW Weekly. When we come back, we're gonna talk to Chris Jones a little bit more here. Um, this time about uh, how SEO entrepreneurs can get going with their ideas and, and taking their business, um, getting it started or getting it to the next level, if possible. If you've got one going, stay tuned. More with Chris Jones in a minute. This is SEW Weekly on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SEW Weekly after this quick timeout. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers. And join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? 
Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream, WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the coolest place around, WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to SCW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back on webmasterradio.fm. This is SEW Weekly, and my name is Tom Craver, and we are speaking with Chris Jones, uh, founder of Pepper Jam, chairman, ninja, author of Search Engine Optimization, Visible Blueprint, speaker, author, world traveler, and investor. So, Chris, a few weeks ago on the show, uh, just before, actually, probably many weeks ago, just before Thanksgiving, actually, we had Bruce Clay along, and, um, you know, Bruce, Bruce knows everything about SEO pretty much, or so it seems. We were asking him, if I was a new SEO, how do I break into this SEO business? And, and he had some good advice for us there. I want to take that to the next level now with you, Chris. You're an investor. You, you, you run and own K- KBJ Capital, which is an early-stage tech investment fund. So you know a thing or two about starting up businesses and, and making them successful, as, as we saw with Pepper Jam. Um, whether it's an SEO business or any other business, um, what, what one or two quick things would you tell somebody who was wanting to get going with their own business? What, what should they do about getting started and even funding the business? So one or two quick things. I mean, the first thing is to... Um, you know, you have to have, and this sounds, I, I don't want to sound professorial here because I'm actually not, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I might be an investor and an author and all that fun stuff, but I'm an entrepreneur and I like to shoot from the hip. And sometimes as an entrepreneur, you just follow your intuition, you follow your gut, and you go after it. However, um, what I've found from investing in, in companies and in um, and also buying and selling companies is that, you know, having a good plan, you know, understanding your outcome. And what I mean by an outcome is it's, 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 it's along the lines of goal setting, right? But why are you starting a business, right? There's all these intangible benefits, right, the flexibility and all these fun things that entrepreneurs will tell you about the business, but the ones who really succeed know what they want, know what they're going after. Um, what is the, what's your outcome? So is it to build a company that, generates a million dollars or five million dollars or that you eventually sell. So the first piece of advice I would say is just get clear on your outcome. Know what you want. It's got to become much more than just an idea. It's got to become a plan. And, and, and once you know your outcome, that's after that is, you know, you kind of fill in the steps that are necessary to get to that outcome. The second piece of advice is don't fall in love with your idea. Ideas are freaking dime a dozen. Um, I always, if I find a great entrepreneur, I tell them I'm going to invest in you, and I don't care what the hell your idea is, man. You and I, we're going to make a million dollars or five million dollars on selling purple ketchup. 
because if, if you know what you want you, and you're going to work hard and go after it, um, I don't care what your idea is. But along those lines, and it gives some specific advice, um, you know, don't fall in love with your idea and be willing to do something which we call in the tech space pivot, right? So what that means is you have an idea. You're an SEO, and your idea is to sell to small businesses. Let me give you a piece of advice because I've tried to do that in the past. Selling SEO to small businesses is very, 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 you probably heard me say very five times, multiply it by a gazillion, very difficult to scale. You can't, they can't afford enough or they're unwilling to pay you enough to actually get the business to a point where you're making enough money where you're really, really happy, most likely. So test ideas, right? So you want to be an SEO. You start selling to small businesses, you realize you can't make enough money on a monthly basis to, to pay the rent for your, for your small office. So then pivot, pivot. Now focus on, on medium-sized businesses. Or focus on, if that doesn't work or if that doesn't you know, suit your fancy, focus on a specific niche. You know, who is the SEO company out there that only provides SEO to the bioscience community? Here in Scranton, Pennsylvania, there's a company in Scranton, actually, who focuses on providing online marketing specifically to the um, tire industry. And these guys have like 40 or 50 employees. I've watched them go from, you know, zero to 40 to 50 employees in just a couple of years. They don't even sell their SEO and their pay-per-click services to anyone else unless you own a tire distribution company. Hmm. Pretty awesome, right? Yeah. So you have to be willing. You have to be willing to do that. Um, so there's two pieces of advice, and I don't know if I just took a half an hour or sixty seconds. Sorry. No, you were good. That was just a few. That was just just about the right amount of time. Let me ask you real quick, and again, I'll try to take, keep this a short answer. But how do you feel personally about, or, or what experience have you had, maybe even with with crowdsourcing or crowdfunding versus more traditional means of funding? Great, great point. I mean, there are some real awesome sites out there. If you have a product or something like that, you could check out a site like Kickstarter. Um, if you're more looking for, like, angel investors, there's a website out there that I'm an accredited investor on called angel.co. So um, a lot of these crowdsourcing sites are based on the, on the concept of social proof, right? So if Google Ventures or if um, First Round Capital or if you know, some major investor, Gary Vaynerchuk or something, invests in a, in a company that's made public and then other people could jump on. So the key, I'm a huge fan of it. I'm a supporter. I think I've, I, I'm, I have like five investments uh, of companies who are on uh, uh, angel.co. Um, the key here is, again, it goes down to the influencers. The, the key to, to raising money through crowdsourcing models is to get some, some people, some influencers behind it. They don't necessarily have to invest, although that's a plus, but if you could even get them to say something nice about your business. Hey, I'm Tom Craver. I have this business, and Chris Jones said this, even though he's not an investor. Um, I'm an accredited investor, even though he didn't invest in your business, me saying something nice about your business. So it's a lot of social proof. So I'm a huge fan um, it's not easy. I get contacted a lot from people who are discouraged by, by crowdsourcing uh, type of investing, but reality is you have to work hard, and you've got to get some influencers behind it for it to really, really work. But if you can, you can raise a lot of money quick. Nothing's easy. But, you know, that sounded yeah. a lot like the advice you just gave in the, last, in the last session, too. Be social. Get involved. Have a conversation with people. And, you know, 
I think we tend to forget as people that once we jump online, we think we're broadcasting and, and social, I've always said, is kind of like that, that digital handshake. In the real world, if you're at a trade show, you can reach your hand out and say, hey, how are you doing? It's nice to meet you. Come in and see what we have to offer. You can, you can have greeter at a store, whether it's Walmart or whether it's you know, Macy's. You have a greeter. Social is supposed to be that, that personal connection that you're trying to make online. And I think a lot of people fail to realize that in both things what we talked about here today with you know, making new sales post-holiday season and, and now trying to get out and get more information with your, with investors and trying to get people interested in your product. You know, same thing. Get social, get a conversation going, and, and reach out and network. Absolutely. I think that one of the final thing I'll say is that, you know, the Internet gives us a, uh, an amazing platform to build brands, personal brand, brands for our company. If all you have is a service or a product, you'll fail. But if you have a great product or a great service, and by the way, I should have said a great product or service, you'll still fail with a great product or a great service. What you need is a great brand to be associated with that. People don't buy products and service. They buy people. They buy brands. They, they buy how something's going to make them feel or how someone else is going to perceive them based on the things that they buy. So absolutely, Tom, I think you're uh, dead on with, 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 you know, at least my sentiments and the way that I look at social and, and how to kind of maximize conversions post-holiday. Chris, you've been a pleasure to have on. I, I definitely want to have you on again, um, if you wouldn't mind. When's, uh, when's the third edition coming out? So the third edition of SEO Visual should be out in late March. It should be, I'm hoping I'll be speaking at um, Search Engine um, uh, I'll be speaking at the Search Engine Conference in, in, in New York City. I think it's at the end of March. I just kind of blanked. Yep. Is it March? Yes, it's the um, last. It's, it's the last week. You know what? It's, it's Passover week. Um, it's uh, March 25th through 28th. So, so I talked to yeah, I talked to Wiley, my publisher, and, and, and I'm hoping it'll be out by then. But anyway, yeah, it should be out in the next uh, couple of weeks. Cool, and maybe uh, sometime in April, then we can have you back on. We can talk about the book. We can talk about more SEO stuff if you'd be willing to join us again because you've been a pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it, and I look forward to that. Awesome, Chris. Thanks. Stay with us one second. We are going to step aside for the January 3rd, 2013, first of the new year episode of SCW Weekly. Next week, we are going to be talking about Google and privacy. We're going to have Christine Schazinger on, on the phone with us here, and she's going to talk to us about all those stuff. You can catch a link to her article um, off the are off the Search Engine Watch website. Uh, make sure all the news stories we talked about today are all out there. Make sure you go check that out. And you can listen to SCW Weekly uh, on the, online right now here. You can listen to it on SearchEngineWatch.com. Find us on iTunes or any of your favorite podcast locations. And at all, as always, every Thursday at 1 p.m. right here on, on WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening, folks. Happy New Year. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.